How can you achieve and maintain business growth? Harvard Business School Executive Education is now accepting applications for a new program, Driving Profitable Growth. Taking place in Boston from October 25th through the 28th, this program focuses on business expansion and organizational growth strategies that can lead your company into the future. Learn more about this three-day program for senior leaders by visiting hbs.me growth. That's hbs.me growth. You are Locked On the NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It is Locked On NBA, the scout, NBA scout, comes on the show anonymously and breaks down what he's seeing around the league, which coaches are hot, which are not, which teams are hot, which players are hot, who's not. A lot of it. All coming up on today's edition of Locked on NBA. I'm David Locke, host of Locked on NBA, radio voice of the Utah Jazz and founder of the Locked on Podcast Network. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you've given us five stars and a review, I can't thank you enough for that. It really matters. Appreciate you doing so on that. If you've subscribed to your local your local podcast, your local Locked On podcast. I thank you for that. There's one on every single NBA team, and we want you to subscribe and listen daily to your Locked On podcast. I host Locked On Jazz, numerous other great hosts out there as well. So please do so. Today's show is brought to you by Sherry's Berries. All I can tell you is that my 11-year-old daughter had one last night, and said to me, that's the best thing you've ever brought to us. I said, "We're I have a car deal. We're driving a car that's free right now. She goes, no, the strawberries are better. Sherry's Berries is your sponsor today, as well as our friends at SeatGeek. Use the promo code LOCKED and get $20 back after your first purchase on SeatGeek. All right, the scout comes on the show. He works for an NBA team. He files reports for NBA teams with his opinions, his thoughts, and he comes on our show anonymously. At times, I've had people say to me, well, I don't agree with that, Scout. That's the whole point. This is somebody hired by an NBA team. These, This is his point of view, his insight, his thought. These are the thoughts that are going around inside at least a front office with the scouts and the personnel in the NBA. So here it is on Locked On NBA, brought to you today by Sherry's Berries as well as SeatGeek, the Scout. Well, Scout, I think we've got to start with Carmelo. I don't know what's going to happen in New York. I actually am beginning to find him a sympathetic character. Um, but let's just go from a basketball standpoint. If he ends up in L.A. or he ends up in Cleveland, does he just change the landscape entirely in your mind? Or what? what's your feeling on what Carmelo does at this stage? Um, <laughs> that's a really good question. I, I, I think, well, number one, I think he's gone. I think he's leaving. Uh, <laughs> I just don't know how much better he's going to make a team. Uh, um, I mean, it's interesting because he's a phenomenal talent individual talent, but he doesn't make his teammates better. I mean, everybody loves his ability to score the basketball, and uh, he's a natural scorer, but 
nobody around him gets better. And I just think that <laughs> wherever he goes, the team gets worse. And it's sad. I don't like to say it, but it, it, it seems to be the case. If you're the Knicks, the package that's being talked about is an Austin Rivers, Wesley Johnson, two bags of balls and some high tops, right? Like no draft pick, nothing. Right. All right. Do you, do you feel strongly enough that you just move on from him? Well, um, obviously in New York they, they feel that way, and, and they probably need to uh, because they are a mess. Um, that situation in L.A., may help him. I mean, it, change of scenery, Doc Rivers, I, it, it may help him, uh, but they are basically taking nothing for him or willing to take nothing for him. Um, so, I, man, it, it, he's an enigma, I, and that's the only way I can describe him. Um, but it, it, that Clippers situation may be good for him. He, he likes the area. Of course, his, his wife is an actress. So she would enjoy it. So maybe that changes things. It never remains to be seen. What is your just general take on the Clippers right now? It's hard to evaluate, right? Because Chris was out, is out, and Blake was out, and they're just they've yeah. Just it's very of... hard to evaluate those guys, uh, especially when you you have the injuries that they have. I mean, Chris makes them go, but to me, even with Chris, they um, they're not a contender. I, 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 they. They'll get to the second round of the playoffs and and lose, but I just there's something that's always missing, and uh, there's that that three spot that they struggle with. I mean, it, uh, they have a very average guy playing that role, um, and I just think that they have to move Griffin. That's what I'm. Thinking. Ooh, have you looked at their schedule? By the way, as we're recording this, they play the Warriors tonight. Then they go to, listen, tell me where their wins are. They go to Boston. This is without Chris Paul, too. With two yeah. Boston, two Toronto, two New York, two Charlotte, two Utah, all on the same road trip. Back home against Atlanta. Come out of the break at Golden State. Probably have Chris back here. Spurs, Hornets, Rockets, Bucks. I mean, wow. That. That's brutal. They don't. They don't have a chance. <laughs> I mean, that that is brutal. And without your your starting point guard, probably the best point guard in the game. So you think they have to move Blake? I think they almost have to. I I mean, because it's not working. It hasn't worked, and I don't foresee it working. Um. <laughs> What what else can they do? He's a free agent at the end of the year. I mean, the interesting that, that's where this gets really interesting is who are they re-signing? How many more times are they going to run this back? All of those aspects. What do you think Blake brings to people? Like, is where's Blake? Blake or Carmelo? You you'd rather ha- who would you rather have? Mm. Mm. <laughs> Blake Blake or Demarcus Cousins? Like, just if they throw Blake out there, do they get a haul for him? Ah, uh, uh, they, they, somebody will take Blake and offer up uh, two or three young, pretty talented players, I think. Um, but the problem is the injury uh, injury history. 
that's where they'll run into issues, I think. Um, he, he's got some value, but I just think that when they start evaluating his history, that may uh, scare a lot of people. Now, DeMar- DeMarcus Cousins is different. Uh, from a talent standpoint, uh, he's phenomenal. But you have to ask yourself, do you want to deal with the headache or headaches? I threw, out one, a lot of them. I threw out one the other day just for fun. I want to hear what your thought on this. If Dwight Howard and DeMarcus Cousins switch teams right now, okay, so the 19-30 and 30 Sacramento Kings – or and the seven above five hundred twenty eight and twenty one Atlanta Hawks. Mm-hmm. If they switched teams, which team gets better? Or do does either? Atlanta gets better. So you Atlanta gets better. So you see, this is I actually don't think I'm not sure it changes. He, I actually think Atlanta gets worse. But um, so you think Atlanta continues to be a fifty seven percent win team? Even with DeMarcus, you don't believe that he's responsible for the fact that Sacramento has been 30 wins or less every year. I don't believe that. I believe uh, their issues start at the top. That's what I believe about Sacramento. Um, but he he hasn't helped the situation either. Did you happen but to I, Did you happen to read the piece on ESPN about Sacramento? No. So there's a story in there that Ty Corbin is going through film session of the mistakes, and DeMarcus stands up and says, why don't we look at all your beeping problem mistakes? Why don't we watch film of all your beeping, beeping, beeping prob- mistakes? Right? Oh. Unheard of? Happens more than we know? Absolutely outlandish. Where did, what, what, what's your thought on when you hear this story? No, that's outlandish. It's 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 ridiculous. Um, and but the problem I have with that situation is it's been allowed to happen for so long now, and now it's out of control. No one will do anything about it. He he runs that team, and nobody will do anything about it. And that's why he gets away with it. And that's why, okay, maybe that's why they are in a bad situation right now, and 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 can't get better. I, I I want to make sure I'm clear when I'm talking about Demarcus. I, I I do understand how gifted he is. Like I think he should be. I actually here's what I believe. If Demarcus' effort and mind was right, we wouldn't discuss ever who the best player in the league is. No, he he would be the only one. The problem I have watching him is how many. When you don't run back and they get a layup, that's worth two points. Easy two points. And I know you're dropping 28 or 30, and you're incredible, but every time you do one of those things where you argue a call and don't get back, where you throw one away just out of frustration, one you don't rotate. You don't fe- those plays cost you every time just as much as those two points that, that scored were. Right? That's right. That's right. I feel like he's really high on that. Like he's one of the higher players on the list of of doing that. Yes, for sure. I mean, he. <laughs> I mean, when teams prepare to play sack, they expect that, and they know that they can score in transition because he doesn't run back. Because he's 
it comes down to him being selfish. That's the bottom line. He's selfish. And he hurts them so much with that attitude. Well, that's quite something for the scout. And, Scout, we'll get back to you. i got a rumor for you that I will uh, share with you as well. But first, I want to talk about more about Sherry's Berries. It's time, Valentine's Day. It's gifts like no other for your love like no other. Right? you got to make sure your Valentine feels like there is no other Valentine on Earth. Well, my Valentine is my wife. It's also, of course, my daughter. And I told you earlier, she thinks these are the most incredible strawberries she's ever had. My wife agreed, actually, as well. She wasn't quite as demonstrative to say that she liked it more than actually getting a car. Uh, freshly dipped strawberries from Sherry's Berries starting at just nineteen ninety nine. Double the berries for just $10 more. Go to berries.com and use my code LOCKED and you get the deal. It's fabulous. They're decadent, fresh, juicy, sweet, irresistible. I I, I don't even know if you want to share them, though. That's the only thing I'm going to warn you. They're so good, you might just decide not to share them with your special one. So you have to sneak them. Valentine's Day is right around the corner. Only one way to get Sherry's Berries, starting at $19.99. That's visit berries, B-E-R-R-I-E-S.com. Click on the microphone on the top, enter in LOCKED. Berries.com, use my promo code LOCKED, and you get these incredible, mind-blowing berries that my daughter loved so much. Sherry's Berries, it's basically a gourmet food company giving you the best Valentines you can imagine. There is a rumor, I don't know if there's any truth to this at all, I want to make sure this is clear. There's a rumor out there that Phoenix is willing to give T.J. Warren, Alex Len, and their first-round pick this year. For DeMarcus Cousins. If you're either side, do you do it? Um, I, I don't do it. I wouldn't do it. I, I, I don't think that Phoenix will get much better from it, and Sack is definitely not going to get better from it. you got to find a better deal. I wonder how much they have to get for him. <laughs> And, and 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 here's the real question that Sacramento has to decide. They have they will now have the ability to give him all of that incredible money in the new right. collective bargaining agreement. Do they do you ever believe he gets better in Sacramento? I I don't think he can get better in that situation at all. He won't get better, but neither will the organization. I he is what he is. Uh Again, we, we, we can't talk about his talent enough, but he's not going to get better. Do you – let's go back to Carmelo. If you're the Clippers and the Knicks say yes, you got to do it, right? Yeah, you have to do it. Now, whether it makes them better or not, you're not convinced. I'm not convinced. But I'm you, not. But you have to do it. You don't have a choice. Yeah. I, I, I think I agree with you on that. All right. Uh, it's a funny time of the year. We've got a bunch of teams that aren't playing particularly well. So Cleveland's 5-5 five and five in their last 10. I mean, there's just such a malaise on the league right now. Toronto's 3-7. and seven. Um, Houston's 5-5. Five and five. Oklahoma City's 4-6. and six. Which of these teams would you, are you oh, if any, are you worried about? Um... 
probably, I would say Houston. I mean, just because that's just what, uh, what happens with, uh, with Mike's teams. They start out hot and then they kind of fizzle out. And then, then that, that style of play, it just, it doesn't last. It's not made for the long run, for the long haul. Um, Cleveland, I think they'll, they'll, they'll figure it out. Um, and they, they hit a tough spell. They hit a tough spot. LeBron gets upset. And, uh, then all of a sudden, then, there's a sense of urgency to change things. But in November and December, we didn't hear these things. I don't remember hearing these things. I think they were happy. They were having a good time. He was smiling and having a good time on the bench at the end of games when they were blowing people out. January comes. They hit a tough spell. And now there's a sense of urgency that we have to change the roster. We're not good enough. That's the part I struggle with. <laughs> The, Just snap out of it. Is it the only thing I worry about? And this is obvious: the amount of minutes he's playing is insane. Yes. Like I don't get it. Like hasn't somebody in Cleveland said something to somebody about like, hey, by the way, he's over forty thousand minutes in his career. Most guys in the history of the league have taken serious drops after forty thousand minutes. He's mm-hmm. our franchise. I don't really care what you do, but LeBron James playing thirty seven point five minutes a night is not acceptable. Like what what why is some why are they allowing that? Yeah, that's way too many and I, I, I I'm guessing they feel like they have to uh, play him that much. But, I mean, that that's way too much, and he, he's going to wear down. He's going to wear out. And then maybe you see that when the playoffs start, you see him start to dwindle down. But, yeah, that's, that's too much. I mean, the, the head coach needs to know it. The trainer needs to know it. Somebody has to say something I'll because be- it, it's not right. <laughs> Though I'll never doubt him again. And not, I'm not sure I doubted him last time. How about this? Right. I I will never not accept. Uh, I will never not expect something truly outlandishly exceptional from him ever again. Probably is For the sure. better way to say it. Um, let's go back to Houston. They're 36 and 16. They're they're ju- they're just okay recently. So what mm-hmm. is it that you think catches up to them as the season goes on? Well, teams. Uh, teams, the, the, their opponents make adjustments, and they they start to figure out that style of play. Harden has to do a lot. He's always has to, had to do a lot, but he's having to do more now. I think with the ball in his hands, and uh, teams start to double team him, and then the other players have to make plays. But I, I think also, and I'm not sure if he's back or not. I think um, Eric Gordon was out a few games with injuries. And he was playing well, and that they really relied on him. And I think that uh, once he went out, they they lost a few games. The, so it's, it's, a, it's a number of factors. The disconcerting thing on them is, if you look at them since January 11th, I, I believe they they've won five and lost seven. Their five wins are Brooklyn, Milwaukee, Memphis. That's a good win. Philadelphia and Sacramento. Right. And by the way. We saw Milwaukee last night. Mm-hmm. That was that was disconcerting. They've lost nine of ten. The Jazz took twenty corner threes in the game. Wow. Twenty. Like, wow. Th- no adjustment. No scheme, Jason. Like, 
yeah, you have to make changes when that happens. That and that that that, that comes down to coaching. Uh, one of the hot teams in the league. Have you seen Denver recently? Uh, I have. I have. What's your how? What's your thoughts on Jokic, and what's your thoughts on that Nuggets team? Um, they they are an interesting team. They're very scary because of the way they play. They they get up and down the court. They have a free flowing offense. They have a they have multiple scores and aggressive scores. Um, and you can almost put the ball in anybody's hand and allow them to go one on one, especially on the perimeter. Um, they, I mean, they they can score 120 points a night uh, when they're getting up and down, and then they crash the board the board so hard. Um, um, questionable point guard situation, but I mean they've been able to get things done. Um, still missing um, probably one really good veteran player, I think. So, Mike Malone's had DeMarcus Cousins, acts like he'd like him. If you were Denver, what would you put together? One, would you try to trade for DeMarcus? And two, what would you be willing to put together for him? Um, you, you, you have to think about it. I mean, because, I mean, I think Mike had the most success with him as a coach. Uh, so you really have to, to look at that situation. Um, you're going to have to give up some of that young talent on the perimeter if you're Denver. Uh, I don't know if they're willing or want to do it, but you almost have to to get DeMarcus in there. And that that changes things. Um, now there's <laughs> they have Gary Harris. They have Murray. You have this uh, Beasley kid. Um, that's three pretty good uh, combo guards that have the ability to score. Um, then you have the, the bigs, Jokic, Jokic and uh, Nurkic. I mean, one of those guys has to go. I would think at this point they would claim that Jokic is untouchable. Yeah, uh, he's pretty pretty talented. What's your take on Moutier? Do you think he comes around ever? Oh, man. I, you root for him. You want him to, but I just I just don't know if if he will, he, he needs to do a lot of work, and uh, it's just he's not turning the corner, and I'm not sure what it's going to take. I, I just don't see him being uh, a star point guard in this league. You wonder, they got picks, Moody A, do you, Harris or Murray, who do you keep? Oh, I'm keeping Harris. Over Jamal Murray. I, I like Harris. I like his overall game. Ooh, I mean, he, he can play on both ends. It's interesting, by the way. Moutier has Moutier missed some games. They play. I think they played better without him too, which is yes. Yeah, you know, he comes back. He's minus nineteen in his first game back against Memphis the other night. It's like ooh, that's right. That one gets interesting. I wonder what they. I mean, we're we're walking up on this deadline. Someone's got to start. Some of these things have to start happening here at some point, don't they? Oh, yeah, in the next few days or, or at least a week, somebody has to do something. Somebody's got to get it started. <laughs> and then once one guy pulls the trigger, then uh, there's the ripple effect. Another team that's not right is Detroit. 
they're only a half game out of the eighth playoff spot because Charlotte stunningly lost six in a row. <clears throat> do you think Reggie Jackson, Andre Drummond, is that a Stan Van Gundy team, or do you think all those guys get lopped into the possibility of bouncing around here before this thing's over? Yeah, somebody has to move. Um, I mean, you just – I mean, Reggie Jackson is a likable player, but he's he's an up-and-down player. And Reggie gets down on himself a lot. And once he gets down on himself, he brings everybody, the whole team down. And that's the problem, one, one problem with Detroit. Um, I, I just they, – they're hard to figure out because they you expect them to be better than what they are. And they're just not. How good is Andre Drummond? I think he's really good. I I, I think he's a really good player. Uh, I mean, we know what he does on the boards, but I, I mean, he's in. He's not a. He's never. I don't think he'll ever be a great low post scorer. But um, the other little things he does is enough to help a team. I always wonder because I I never feel like their defense is good enough. When he's on the floor for his his size and his impact, you know, I, I guess this is the best way I would talk about it, Scout, is uh, I watch Rudy Gobert every night, who has probably the best multiple actions of a center in the league. If, yeah. If, right? So he can get out of the pick and roll, get, affect a shot, still grab the rebound. Drummond doesn't seem to me to have multiple actions. No, he doesn't have that, that type of ability. I mean... And in, and he he has decent feet. He runs the floor great, but he he can't do the things Gobert does. He he can't. He just he doesn't have that type of ability. Who are the best? He's not a game changer. Right. He's not a game changer. Who are the ga- defensive game changers in this league? Perimeter, at the rim, wherever it might be. Who are the defensive game changers in this league? <laughs> well, um, of course, Gobert. And uh, I, I would say he's right there at the top of the list. Um, uh, DeAndre Jordan, uh, he can change things defensively. And then after that, it's <laughs> it's a crapshoot. I, I, there's just not a lot of guys that, to me, that really change the game or affect the game from on the defensive end like that. So. Jokic is amazing. I don't mean to go back to him, but just the concept is right. Jok- he's amazing. He's bad defensively, though, like really bad. Oh, yes, he is. Um, is that okay? Can you be – Is that or is that a problem? Like how, as a center, can you be bad defensively? No, I think that has to be one of your strongest aspects if you're a center, especially with that size. You You have to be able to do something to change the game. You have to be able to protect the paint. You have to be able to – defend the pick and roll a little bit at least a little bit and and as a center it just you you hurt your team so much if you can't do any of those things you become a liability and then i mean teams go at you and they force switches and then you're dead yeah the switching it's hard to hide a terrible defensive player right now yes it's interesting that you say that that you on one level, there aren't that many good defensive centers, but on the other level, like, who are the guys that when you go watch them, you know the other team is going to run stuff to just go right at them? Like, oh, <laughs> right? Like, who are those guys? Scott, I'll give you a second to think about that. Let me tell you first about SeatGeek. 
If you're going to a concert, a show, a game, an event, SeatGeek is your answer. It's so simple. It's modern technology making ticket buying to events easy. Go to your phone, iPhone or Android. Go to your store. Download the SeatGeek app. Now, first thing is go over to the settings tab, enter in the promo code LOCKED, and when you make your first purchase, you get $20 sent to you. Now, why do you want to use SeatGeek? One is because they compile all of the tickets from all around, all the brokers, so you're not searching 100 different places, right there for you. Number two is because they give a ticket score to every ticket in that venue. So if you don't know the venue, you can figure out where the best tickets are. And third, it's secure. It's on your phone, and it's easy and simple. That is why SeatGeek is so fabulous. So download the SeatGeek app now. Then click over at the little thing and get the settings tab and enter in the promo code LOCKED. After you make your first purchase, SeatGeek will send you $20 back as a thank you uh, for that. Concert in town. A game in town, college pro, whatever it might be. Make sure you use SeatGeek to get your tickets to see that event. All right. Now the scout's got a chance to think about the worst defenders. <laughs> well, I watched Joe, I watched Joe Johnson go after Jabari last night. Like, like that's clear. Like, oh, wait, well, hey, Jabari's on the floor. We're going to run. We're going to just go right at him. Like, every right. time. Who yeah, are the, I mean. Who are the guys teams go right after? Well, uh, one guy that comes to mind, and he's a little older, uh, is Dirk. Yeah. Teams teams go at him, and they know they can. They know they can get away with it, uh, and uh, they they make a point to attack him, and it's understandable. Um, I like Moskov with with the Lakers. Um, you can attack him with pick and rolls. Uh, they. That team, they like to do a lot of switching. And uh, if, if, if if I'm a guard and I have him on me, I'm, my eyes light up. Um, let's see who else we have. Uh, you could actually do that to Drummond as well in Detroit. Uh, he, just, he just doesn't move well enough on the perimeter. So if you space the floor and run pick and rolls and, and, and force them to switch, you, you have them where you want them. Uh, who else? <laughs> hey, Sacramento. DeMarcus doesn't want to play any defense. Right. At all. At all. So you, you as a guard, you salivate when you got him in your face because you know you can go around him. He's either going to reach, foul, or just stand there and, and give you that ole defense. It was one thing when they were 29th in the league defensively with George Carl as their head coach, and people just said, okay. They're 27th in the league with Dave Yeager as their head coach. He can coach defense. Hmm. Yes, that's what they tell us. Um, oh, that was, that, was, that was loaded right there. <laughs> he, someone just said a lot without saying anything yes i'll just leave it at that all right that's interesting very interesting what do you think about what's going on in chicago with all the riffraff and yelling and screaming and jimmy butler Dwayne wade rajon rondo and all of that Talk about a circus. That is a circus. Uh, Ringling Brothers is gone, but uh, <laughs> Chicago has kept it alive. Um, 
I just think it's a bad mix. And it's a bad fit from a coaching standpoint, and it's a bad fit for the players. Um, everybody had something to say, and, and I mean, whether or not it was true or not, it wasn't the best thing to do or the right thing to do in that situation. So now everyone looks bad, starting with the guys who put the team together. Rick Carlisle sends Rajon Rondo packing in the middle of the season after the Dallas Mavericks gave away quite a lot to get him. Why would other teams continue to sign him? It's 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 beyond me. I mean, everybody, I guess teams seem to think that, that they can change the situation or he's not that bad or maybe uh, the media... Um, exaggerates a little, but you have to talk to people in this league. I think I think people do talk. I think GMs talk. I think coaches talk. Players talk. So you have to know these things, and and it's it's unfortunate. It's an unfortunate situation, and he, he is who he is. He's not going to change, and you have to know that if you're a GM or an executive. Is he at the considering? Se- is in your viewpoint without being there and obviously looking, but from what you know around the league, is he at the center of the issue? <laughs> I don't know if he's at the center. I, I I just think it's a bad mix of players. Period. He now he's definitely he's in the middle of it, but I don't know if he's the center. Um, I just I I don't want to put all that on one guy. I got two great players here who I think teams should win more. And I want to know if there's anything on these players that why their team doesn't win more or if it's not their fault. Paul, Paul George and Jimmy Butler. Hmm. Paul George, uh, another phenomenal talent. They, that team should win more, in my opinion with the talent that they have. Um, why they don't win more, I don't know. Um, I know that – and, and I, I think that Paul gives 100% on both ends every night from what I've seen. I don't know if everybody around him does. Um, but he's a superstar in my opinion, and I, I, I believe that they should win more. Jimmy, I like Jimmy. I like his game. Uh, his team, by the way, Jimmy Butler's team for the last two years combined, two games over five hundred. Yes. Um, I, 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 just, I just don't like that whole Chicago situation. I, I just... It's just not conducive. <laughs> it's not made to win, uh, to me. It's not constructed to win long term. Jimmy, uh, he can score almost when he wants. I think sometimes I think he shoots too much, but in that situation, I think he has to. But he's another guy. I don't think that, that the players around him, I don't think he makes guys around him better. I don't know if he has that ability. 
He's an he's a really really good individual scorer. But I don't know. I haven't seen him make other guys better. It's a huge part of this game. Huge part of this it game. Is. It is. I want to wrap up with you. Ask you about just a few final teams. Um, uh, two of them I've decided that I have to ask in every podcast. Or I'm doing a disservice. Uh, when you watch the Spurs, how are they doing this? <laughs> the only word that I I know to use is system. It, it just the system works. It's it's tried, it's tested, and it, it's proven. I. I I really don't know. I can't put my finger on it. They they do this every year. You can never count those guys out. Uh, <laughs> it's phenomenal, and you have to credit Pop um, so, so for their all, success. We all say system. That would imply to some level that it's replicable somewhere else, and it really. I mean, Utah's trying, and Atlanta's trying, and I mean, every, a lot of teams are trying. Do you think they know something that nobody else knows? Maybe they do because they find these players that nobody else knows about or is interested in, and they make them into very good players. I mean, I I, I don't know how to explain it. They they have to know something or or nobody else has caught up with them. Nobody can catch up to what they're doing. But whatever it is, it's working and working well. Have you seen Golden State recently? I have. Is it as stupid in real life as it is on paper? It's like um, it's like a game, uh, like uh, uh, uh <laughs> not a real game, but um, I mean, I don't play video games, but that's what it's like. Like it's they're like playing, they're game. playing advanced level, and the other team's playing beginner. Yeah. I mean, it's like uh, NBA players against middle school guys a lot of nights, and it's just not even fair. And you you find yourself caught up in it. You're trying to work and evaluate and <laughs> this and that, and you find yourself caught up in it, and you, you're hoping the shot goes in. <laughs> you know, you're looking for the, the next long three or great pass. Because they move the ball so well, and, and, and we know they, they shoot lights out. And it's just it's a fascinating thing. I've never seen anything like it. Steph has clicked in. Do you have any idea what they changed to get him going? I don't think they changed anything. I think they just started to settle in together as a unit, and, and uh, the, the chemistry uh, is better. I mean, Durant is acclimated. Uh, they, they've accepted him, and everybody knows their role, and – I mean, I think they just settled down and said, "Okay, here's what it is. Uh, we can do this." And they, the, the 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 switch flipped, and there they are. Do you see any vulnerability? Right now, I don't. I, I wish I could point out one thing. I I honestly can't see anything right now. They're killing people. Other, other than the turnovers, the the, the silly turnovers. I mean, they're just at costly people. times and games. It, it's they're killing people right now. <laughs> Literally. I mean, I I don't know. I, I I actually almost feel like people aren't paying attention. I don't know if that's actually like I don't know if that's ridiculous or not because it seems like why would someone not be paying attention? But I mean, they're averaging like they're they're putting up one twenty or more with regularity. 
and the games aren't the only thing that's beaten them recently is South Beach. Listen, hey, that, that's right. The people are paying attention. The problem is there's nothing they can do about it. <laughs> they, they they can't. I mean, what do you do? You don't beat people by 20 in the NBA very often. No. No, you don't. And they're basically doing it every night right now. They are toying with people. Yeah, it's it's really nuts. Um, ha, two final things. Have you seen Washington at, at all recently? Oh, uh, that's one team I have not seen. Okay, because they are suddenly, something's going right there. And I was wondering if anyone knew what it was. Scott Brooks actually might be able to coach, despite what the Twitter world said for years. <laughs> <clears throat> um, I'm going to ask you the same question I asked you last time we were together. I don't know if you recall this, but I said, there, there's Portland, Denver, Sacramento, Dallas, Minnesota. I think I included New Orleans, and I'll, I'll include them again. And I asked you, is there any of those teams you think could make, you know, make a run at the eight spot and you interestingly enough said dallas at the time and i remember that a lot of my listeners were like what's he talking about and sure enough rick carlisle's team miraculously has won seven of ten um and is now all of a sudden only three two and a half games outside of a playoff position so of what you've seen recently if you had to put a uh if you were at a horse racing track and you had to put down you know uh your win place show, or you can just put down your win for eight, nine, ten. But of Portland, Denver, Sacramento, Dallas, Minnesota, New Orleans, I'm assuming the Lakers, because they need to lose, will start doing so, and Phoenix are done. Uh, of those teams, which do you think is still most likely for eight? And then who knocks on the door behind that? I think Dallas is most likely for eight, definitely the way they're playing right now. Uh, and then um, I'm going to. I'm going to say uh, Minnesota. Wow. Uh, Tibbs, Tibbs is starting to – the guys are starting to, to play better under Tibbs. At first, I didn't think that, that he could get them to do what he wants them to do or is wanting them to do. But I think they're starting to, to get acclimated to his system and his style. I'll tell you. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm admitting, you know, hey, you can make a lot of mistakes by watching things for a night. That's why guys like you as a scout watch things a lot. We played them recently, and I was convinced when I left the building that Tibbs was not going to work in Minnesota. Yes. Like, I just thought. You, you're not the first to say that. And now, obviously, it is, right? Like, it yes. got right from that moment on, something went right. So, good coaches are just good coaches. Who's doing. Give me two or three coaches that are doing unbelievably good jobs in the league right now. Well, you, you have you have to say Rick Rick Carlisle. Oh, yeah. I think he's doing a fabulous job uh, with <laughs> with the team that they have there, uh, and all the battling all the injuries and so forth. Um, I I like the job that Fizdale is doing in Memphis. I, I I think he's a pretty good coach. I mean they they're their big three of um, Conley, Gasol, and, and Randolph, even though he comes off the bench, he's still, they're still part of the big three. Uh, they have their core group, but he's still uh, – Fisdale is doing a fabulous job with those guys. Um, and then I'd have to say um, probably Tibbs. Hmm. And, and 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 Brett Brown is is right behind him. Certainly, getting that team to win some games. 
All right, I'm going to ask you my final question, which has my local tint on it, because I happen to know that you've seen the Jazz recently. Um, I just happen to know these things. What were your thoughts? What do you see out of where that team is right now? I mean, I, I, I love everything about them. I love the way they play. I love their their youth. Uh, I love their their style of play. I love their energy. I love their aggression. Um, and they, 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 they've taken on the personality of their coach. Um, uh, and the, the, I just love the, their young talent and, and the, the ability to play. I mean, you have a lot of teams with young talent, but the guys really can't play. These guys can play. And they play hard. They give you their everything. And they, to me, Utah is never out of a game. DeAndre Jordan, DeMarcus Cousins, Rudy Gobert. You have two votes for an all-star team. Who do you put on it? I'm, <laughs> I'm going to give that vote to Gobert. And then Jordan, and then, and Jordan or Cousins? Jordan. I'm stunned. Jordan. I'm stunned that NBA coaches voted DeMarcus Cousins on the all-star team. Uh, blows my mind. And we wrap on that note. Scout, thank you very much. Thank you. So that's the Scout. Hope you liked it. Interesting perspective. Today's show brought to you by Sherry's Berries. It's incredible. They're just fabulous. Go check it out. Berries.com. Promo code LOCKED. Delicious, juicy, big. Gourmet food company basically sending you the most incredible Freshly dipped strawberries for just nineteen ninety nine. Sherry's Berries. Also, SeatGeek. Promo code is locked. The promo code is locked. And don't forget our other sponsors as well. Blue Apron gives you three meals for free with the promo code locked as well. Indochino using the promo code. Actually, Blue Apron. Sorry, Blue Apron is lock NBA. No E. L-O-C-K NBA for Blue Apron. Indochino, the made-to-measure suit company. You can get fabulous deals with the promo code locked there. And Warby Parker, who is revolutionizing the eyewear world. Go to warbyparker.com slash locked and get your five free try-ons uh, at home, your home try-on. So thanks to all of our sponsors t- today, particularly SeatGeek and Sherry's Berries. Hope you have a fabulous Valentine's Day. Uh, Rob Mahoney, Sports Illustrated, Kevin Kelton are on the schedule for next week. And I want to thank everyone who sent David Thorpe a nice note at Coach Thorpe. That was very important, and I appreciate you very much. This has been Locked On NBA. Hi, I'm Paul. Verizon has been placing giant letters all over the country to get people to buy into their unlimited plan. Don't get hooked. Switch to Sprint Unlimited, twenty-two fifty per month per line for four lines and get the fifth line free. Hurry to your local Sprint store, visit Sprint.com slash unlimited or call 1-800-SPRINT-1 today. Savings until 1031-18 and $38 per line per month for five lines with auto pay. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, streams, you know, PHD 1080p, music to 1.5 megabits per second, gaming update, megabits per second, subject to credit, $30 activation fee, prohibited network, use tools and data deprioritization apply compared to Verizon Beyond Unlimited. Carry features, different coverage and offer not everywhere restrictions apply.